So on today's podcast, we're going to talk about, is the industry too saturated? I hear this a lot from coaches where they worry that because everybody's gone online because of the pandemic, that it's somehow harder to grow a business. The industry's more saturated. There's not going to be enough clients. There's more people doing it, et cetera, et cetera. It's a really not the right mindset to have about your business. It should be a positive thing. Okay. If there's more people doing it, it generally means there's a market for it. I would be very, very worried if you launched a business where there was nobody else doing it. If you launch a business where nobody else is doing it, that's probably because some cleverer people than you previously have tried it, realized there was no market and then it didn't work. So you're really, really best off taking advantage of the fact that there are lots of people doing it and understanding the fact that if there are lots doing it, there's lots of people making money do it. And that means that it's a good position to be in. It's something that you should be doing. There will always be competition in any role that you do. There'll be competition in any business that you make. And if you run away from competition or close up when competition happens, I don't think you're really built for business, to be honest. It happens a lot. People get an idea and you think, oh, I'm the only one that's done this. And then someone else does it and someone else does it. And they panic. There's nothing to panic about. The only reason to panic is if you're going to be lazy if you're not going to outwork people, if you're not going to outlearn people, if you're not going to try and do better every single day you get into work, then yeah, competition is a bad thing because it's going to eat you alive. But if you thrive off competition and you start to learn to be better every single day, stay ahead of the game, continually push yourself, continue to grow, it's only going to mean that there's a better market for everybody. So that would be the first thing that I would think about is competition is healthy. If there's lots of people in an industry, it generally means there's money there, which generally means there's a good place to be. If there's no people doing it, likelihood is, unless it's some mad tech thing that no one's ever thought of before, it's probably not going to make you much money. The industry's also changed a lot over the past few years, okay? Everything is more tailored towards being online. When I first started out online coaching, it was a series of spreadsheets, really, really clunky, emails, WhatsApp, really hard to organize. Things were everywhere. And it was only really when I got into using software for my business that I found things ran more like a business and rather just like me hustling every single day, trying to make ends meet. I started using software back when I was PTing. Um, I used a company called My PT Hub at first, and I will never use them again, purely because I had an annual membership and it re-signed me for a year and I didn't want it. And I emailed them and said, can I get a refund? And they said, no. So at that point, I was like, well, fuck you. You're never going to get a penny out of me again after this annual return. And I used a different software. And the software that I ended up using was True Coach, which was brilliant at the time. I think they've sold up now um, to a larger company and I've, I don't use it myself anymore because I don't really coach any clients, but it's something that really, really helped me stabilize my business and handle way more clients at such high efficiency, you know, talk to them every single day, keep on top of the nutrition every day, keep on top of the training every day. And it was all housed in one place. It was brilliant. So yeah, there's probably more people going online now because maybe the you know, previously the spreadsheet and, and the Google drives and all of that stuff just put people off. It's great if you still use that, if you can keep on top of it. But for me, my organizational skills just don't stretch that far. And I'm sure a lot of others don't either. But there's so much more support now 
for the online coaching industry that there's, there's never been a better time to be in it. And not just the industry, but the audience has changed. So before, when you talked about online coaching, or you said that you don't work in the gym and you do a program that's based online, people would think you're a scam artist because the only thing that was available at that time was like the old PDF style stuff where they pay like, you know, 79 pound and they get told they're going to get the solution to all the problems. What they actually get is a couple of eBooks and a small email series. The market is so much more open to doing things online now. Like you can view houses online. You can, you can do nigh on anything. You can apply for six figure jobs through a zoom call. And people are so much more receptive to, to doing things online. I'm probably the, the last generation, definitely, that will remember the days without mobile phones and with mobile phones. I remember actually when I was younger, some kid pulled a knife out on me to take my phone off me and I didn't have one. I just didn't own one yet. But just never had one. Like, it just wasn't a thing. Like, I think I was... Was I 11? Or tw- I think I was 11. I remember because I was still living in our old house then. Um, so it was definitely like year seven or lower. But I didn't have one. And I remember like having to ring the house phone to see if my friends were in and going around to the houses. M- my mum until about five years ago used to text with like one eye open, with one finger. And now she sends emojis. It's ridiculous. She's, I won't tell her. I won't say her age because she might listen to this and then she'll batter me. Um, she's not too old to batter me, so take that what you will. Um, but everybody's so much more used to technology. And especially over the past three years, I remember when I was trying to get people on Zoom calls for consultations, like before the pandemic, Jesus, it was, it was like pulling teeth. Trying to get someone on a Zoom call three years ago was like asking them to pull the pants down in public. The... <laughs> Maybe not quite that bad, but the, the response was like, so can you not just do a phone call? I'm like, well, can we not just do a Zoom call so I can speak to you properly, like face-to-face? Like they wouldn't be able to use the sound. You'd wait five minutes for them to figure out how to turn that on. Then the camera wouldn't be on. Then the camera was on. It was on the phone and it was on the desk and you were looking up the nostril. The internet cut out. People just didn't really like it. It was really, really frustrating to use. And nowadays, everyone and the kids can use Zoom or teams or whatever it is. So the actual things that you, you, like people are so aware of Calendly now. People book in on Calendly's and book in on Google calendars and it's just like nothing. Whereas before I remember just adding in like green slots when, I, when I'd booked in people and hoping to remember when I had to call them. So everything is just so much slicker and smoother and your customers are so much easier to interact in that way. They're so much more used to being on Zoom. They're so much more used to using apps to tell, you know, to, to give them information. They're so much used to being coached or being told information or being information being delivered online. It's so much easier for them. And therefore, they're so much more responsive to doing a coaching program that's delivered online that there's never been a better time to do it. Even the slightly older generation where before the pandemic, you'd be like, I won't bother targeting them online. They're really not likely to go for it. You know, they don't trust phones. Like my nan, when I was younger, she didn't understand how the phone could tell who was ringing her. She used to think the devil was in it. So she had one of those ring round phones, right? Where you used to put your finger in and, and dial around. When you've got a digital phone, she couldn't understand how, how the number came up. 
like how how it knew it was my mum ringing her. You don't have that problem now. And even up until three years ago, this, you know, 40 plus, wouldn't really go online. Now they will. Because everything's just moving forward at such a rapid rate that if you don't have an online arm of your service, you're really, really falling behind. And there will always be a market for one-to-one, always. But you really, really need to consider having that arm of your business. And if you're not a one-to-one PT that's offering a hybrid model, there are coaches every single corner that are doing a better service than you because they're using that. So make sure that you look into that if you are a one-to-one PT who's not offering an online side, at least to their in-person clients. So we've discussed that the industry has massively moved forward in the past few years, right? Now, people then worry, oh, well, is it too saturated? How, how do I separate myself? How do I stand out? And the difference is yourself, your program, and your content. So back when I first started online coaching, the most generic content would bang, all right? Calorie deficit, how to swap light mail for full fat mail, full fat mail for light mail, how to swap oven chips for lighter oven chips, the calories in a McDonald's compared to the calories in a, you know, a tuna salad and stuff like that. People used to go off the calories in a porn star martini. Everyone used to be like, Oh my God, I've never seen this before. It's brilliant. Five steps to get more sleep. Five steps. If you do that now, if that is your content now, you're not going to get any clients because it's everywhere, everywhere. It's why it's so important now to have a demographic and to have a market that you target. Because if you try and target everyone with your content, if you try and target everyone with your program, you will get lost in a sea of every Tom, Dick and Harry that are doing it. Okay, so all you need to do is make sure that your content and your program is specific and has your personality and your experiences and your stories weaved into the marketing so that it's specific for you. So the problem is the more generic you are, the harder it is. But as you get more specific, there's way more of an audience that are likely to accept you. The other thing that you need to consider is that as a whole, as an industry, our bar is pretty low. The entry level is pretty low. There are a large portion in the industry that don't really care. They just like it as a bit of a side job. They're not too serious about it. It's not something that they want to see themselves doing for the next 40, 50 years or they're just not really in an emotional or behavioral position to really run a business. And it's full of people like that. The bar is set really, really low. All you have to do to realize that is walk into your local gym. Walk into your local chain gym, you know, UK-wide, anywhere. You'll watch personal trainers who are disenchanted, terrible at the job, not interested, on the phones, turning it into a mother's meeting, talking to the clients while they're walking on the treadmill, spending 90% of the session filming. That is how low the bar is. The bar is so fucking low that all you need to do is have a program that makes sense to people and really, really fucking care and make sure that that comes across in your content and you will be absolutely fine. As long as you are not generic, And as long as you care about your clients, there is a market bigger than you can ever imagine. And sometimes it's hard to see that. Like when I was working in in like as a PT, somebody told me that somebody was doing online coaching and they had a hundred clients at 175 pounds a month. And I was like, no fucking way does any PT earn 17 grand a month. No chance. Can't be done. How would he even get that amount of clients, et cetera? And like now, if I did that myself a month, I'd probably be upset. I'd definitely be worried, 
it just sometimes you never understand it until you see it for yourself but take it from me the market is absolutely enormous and if you apply the same skills that you do in the gym speaking to people getting to know people being friendly being personable caring about them asking how they get on and doing all that within the online world you will be absolutely fine and the scale of your business i promise you is larger than you can imagine so don't worry about it being too saturated. That's not the problem you should have. The worry is that you're too generic and you're not putting your message out there, your message out there well enough.